Welcome to the Partcast, Episode 28, Grandparents as Caregivers. The Partcast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practices to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archive. The research outlined in this particle focuses on both the experiences of grandparents and grandchildren in formal and informal caregiving contexts. What circumstances lead grandparents to care for their grandchildren? Understanding the reasons why grandparents come to care for their grandchildren provides insights into the prior experiences grandparents and their grandchildren may have had. This information may be important when identifying which intervention supports may be most useful to them. A significant amount of research has sought to identify the reasons leading grandparents to become caregivers. In general, grandparents tend to care for grandchildren when parents are unable or unwilling to provide adequate care. Teen pregnancy, HIV-AIDS, maternal incarceration, death of a parent, mental illness, drug and alcohol problems, and child maltreatment have been identified as some of the precursors to grandparents caring for their grandchildren. As these studies are predominantly U.S.-based, it is important to consider their findings with caution and reflect on which factors contribute to children being raised by grandparents in Canada. In the absence of Canadian longitudinal data to clarify the factors that bring children into the care of their grandparents, Fuller-Thompson analyzed demographic trends to provide some insight on the issue. This study highlighted the importance of considering evidence in the context in which the research study is carried out, and how it applies to our own practice environment and the communities with whom we work. The reasons grandparents care for their grandchildren in Canada may be quite different to those identified in international studies. In Canada, the number of teenage parents has decreased. The number of women infected with HIV-AIDS remains low. Mortality rates for males and females did not increase during the 1990s, and rates of hospitalization for mental health issues have been declining steadily for the past 15 years. Fuller-Thompson notes that incarceration rates, drug and alcohol dependency, and out-of-home child welfare placements are more likely to have contributed to the increase in grandparent caregiving in the Canadian context. This information provides us with a glimpse of the potential reasons grandparents care for their grandchildren, facilitating our understanding of their past experiences and the circumstances in which they are living. Remember, regardless of the circumstances leading to a grandparent becoming a caregiver of their grandchild, the process is often lengthy and painful one that results from a traumatic event keeping this process in mind may be a beneficial foundation of support for engaging grandparent caregivers. What is the profile of grandparent caregivers? In recent decades, the characteristics of grandparent caregivers in Canada have been explored. In 1996, there were almost 27,000 grandparents in the population raising grandchildren in skipped generation families, 3,000 less than in the 2011 census. Similar to previously outlined studies, these grandparents were disproportionately female, of First Nations heritage, and out of the labor force. One in three grandparent caregiver households included a grandparent with a disability, and a similar proportion had a household income less than $15,000 per year. Grandmother caregivers were poorer, less likely to be married, more likely to be out of the labor force, and more than twice as likely to provide 60 or more hours of unpaid childcare per week than caregiving grandfathers. The data used in this study is relatively old. However, 
we must consider the fact that the picture and experience of caregiving grandparents may be somewhat different today. In a later study of Aboriginal caregiving grandparents, similar characteristics were found. Caregivers were disproportionately female, poor, living with a functional disability, and living in overcrowded conditions when compared to non-caregiving Aboriginal grandparents. This cross-sectional U.S.-based data provides rich information regarding the experiences of Aboriginal caregiving grandparents and provide insight into what may be a common context of caregiving among these grandparents. Many additional studies exploring the profile of grandparent caregivers have been carried out in the U.S. using quantitative research methods, such as a sample demographically representative at the time. Similar grandparent caregiver characteristics were found. In another study, Fuller-Thompson drew on a nationally representative data set profiling the characteristics of First Nations grandparent caregivers in skip-generation households, example households which include only grandparents and grandchildren. First Nations grandparent caregivers were more likely to be female, less likely to be married, less likely to be employed, and almost three-quarters of First Nations caregivers had not completed high school as compared to their non-First Nations peers. The authors note that the high rates of poverty among First Nations Canadians skipped generation families partly reflects the higher poverty rates evident among First Nations Canadians in general. This study highlights just some of the challenges facing First Nations caregiving grandparents and provides insights into the possible service needs of First Nations grandparents that are caring for their grandchildren. Findings also point to similarities between the experiences of various communities of grandparent caregivers in the U.S. and those of First Nations grandparent caregivers in Canada. It is important to note that while data cannot be generalized to three-generation households, example grandparent, adult child, and grandchild, they provide us with a picture of the circumstances in which grandparents and their grandchildren may be living. Longitudinal and nationally representative U.S. research exploring the personal characteristics of grandparents caring for grandchildren found that being female, younger, African-American, and not have completed high school are significantly predictive of becoming a grandparent caring for a grandchild. These findings alert us to a number of predictive personal characteristics for grandparents who become caregivers to their grandchildren. Authors also highlight the need to consider kinship care in the context of being a historical response within some African-American communities. Importantly, this study alerts us to a number of issues to be aware of with caregiving grandparents and has possible implications for practice. For example, grandparent caregivers may have difficulty accessing services and financial support for their grandchild's education. Large-scale studies with U.S. data cannot be generalized to the Canadian context but study findings indicate a wide range of reasons that can lead to children being cared for by their grandparents. Understanding the potential profiles of grandparent caregivers is important to building a full picture of the issues and circumstances at hand and facilitating the development of appropriate and useful support and intervention services for these caregivers. The overlap of disability on the experience of grandparent caregiving may be an important one. Additionally, Issues of poverty and health among predominantly female caregivers occurred in the majority of these studies, indicating some of the key characteristics of grandparent caregivers. The apparent prevalence of poverty among grandparent caregivers suggests the importance of responding to their needs within a broad sociocultural framework. How does caring for grandchildren affect grandparents? 
A significant amount of research has been devoted to understanding how grandparents experience caregiving for their grandchildren. The following is a list of some key issues that grandparents caring for their grandchildren may be experiencing. Mental health. Psychological distress. In a study examining stress among grandparents raising grandchildren and the past experiences to the child's placement with grandparents, participants reported increased psychological distress. Depression. Multiple studies have found undertaking the primary care of a grandchild to be associated with an increase in depression or depressive symptoms. Social isolation and role restriction. Social isolation and role restriction, feelings of loss or resentment associated with loss of life roles, were predictors of increased psychological distress. Financial strain. A small survey of Australian grandparents identified financial difficulties as the most common stressor related to raising their grandchildren. In this study, participants were primarily Caucasian, middle class, and belonged to a grandparent organization, thus raising questions regarding the generalizability of these results. Nonetheless, this study still flags a number of issues that may be experienced by grandparent caregivers. Among these families, child maltreatment, including neglect, abandonment, and physical abuse, was the most common reason that children were being raised by their grandparents. Kelly and researchers found that grandmothers reporting fewer resources, less social support, and poorer physical health tended to experience higher levels of psychological distress. Similarly, Dolben McNabb's qualitative study with 41 grandmothers pointed to the challenges of aging that they saw as leading to challenges with parenting that they had not experienced when parenting their biological children. This study suggests that parenting stressors are significant in the lives of many grandparent caregivers and points to the need for child welfare practitioners working with grandparent caregivers to consider creating interventions focused specifically on grandparents' unique parenting challenges. In a small-scale study, Bunch and colleagues learned that grandparent caregivers in informal kinship care arrangements versus informal arrangements experienced feelings of depression less often, were more satisfied with their parenting experiences, and were observed to have a greater sense of satisfaction with life. This suggests the potential gains from formal caregiving arrangements, potentially due to increased support from relevant services. Loss, grief, and emotional needs. When a child comes into the care of a grandparent due to the death of a parent, the grandparent has the dual task of working through his or her own grief while simultaneously raising a grandchild who is also likely experiencing feelings of grief and loss. Both the grandchild and the grandparent are coping with loss, the meaning of which is different for both. The nature of their relationship and the dynamics between the grandparent and grandchild may be a determining factor in the grandchild's adjustment to the loss. A small-scale qualitative study of Aboriginal grandparents providing sole care to their grandchildren found that a number of grandparents were coping with loss and grief issues related to the lack of connection they and their grandchildren had with their adult children. For grandparents, caring for a grandchild may come with distress relating to trauma and grief over their own child's inability to look after their children due to issues such as parental substance misuse, psychiatric disability, or death. These studies are small in scale, yet draw our attention to the complex nature of the grandparent-caregiving experience for both grandparent and grandchild. U.S. grandmothers expressed a range of feelings about the lifestyles of their children in Brown and colleagues' small-scale study. 
Tension, shame, fear, and guilt were just some of the feelings expressed by grandmothers, implying distress about their adult children's behaviors that led to the inability to care for their biological children. Backhouse and Graham found that a number of grandparents participating in their study felt the authorities did not seem to acknowledge that grandparent caregivers carry the baggage of family in addition to their caring responsibilities. Many grandparents believed that there was a lot of stigma attached to the grandparent as a parent role, noting that they had been unfairly blamed for having to raise their grandchildren and were responsible in some way for what had gone wrong. Evidence suggests that grandparents may experience feelings of self-blame for their adult children's choices and problems. There is also potential for grandparent caregiving to influence grandparent marital relationships. This may have some potential support implications. Weber and Waldrop found varying effects for grandparent couples, with some describing the changes as very damaging to their relationship, while others commented that raising grandchildren caused less strain than other family events, such as the death of a parent, retirement, or the ongoing problems of an adult child. Physical Health Physical health difficulties and limitations in daily living activities among caregiving grandparents have been widely reported in the literature. Aboriginal grandparents reported having between one to five major health problems, including diabetes, heart disease, and arthritis, often accompanied by high blood pressure, hypertension, stroke, renal failure, pancreatic disease, and limited mobility. This study did not distinguish between participants living on and off a reservation and included a mix of grandparents caring formally and informally for their grandchildren. Bachman and Chase Lansdale found caregiving grandmothers reported significantly more physical health problems but less psychological distress than their biological mothers. Notably, Brown and colleagues found a distinct absence of concerns regarding both grandmothers' financial situation and their health in a small-scale qualitative study of African-American grandparents in the U.S. It is important to note that this research should be interpreted with caution. It is small in scale and not generalizable. The majority of studies also had no control group, which limits our ability to assign causality of grandparents' experiences to the fact that they are caring for their grandchildren. However, it does provide rich information about the issues that may arise for grandparent caregivers and not a guide for what will happen. The extent of caregiving grandparents' physical limitations in health has implications for social work practice and highlights the need to be attentive to health problems of caregivers and the potential for the demands of caregiving to exasperate such problems. Psychological and mental health difficulties found in this population indicate the need for social work services to provide high-quality and culturally sensitive psychotherapeutic interventions. Among existing research are those that are large-scale and those that are small-scale, and so generalizability is varied. Many studies involved a mix of grandparents caring for their grandchildren formally and informally, and we must therefore acknowledge that experiences may vary depending on this characteristic. This difference in placement arrangement should be considered, as it may impact access to resources and support depending on the context, location, and the community in which the grandparents are living. In spite of these issues, this section has pointed to a number of challenges that grandparent caregivers may encounter as they care for their grandchildren. Does the experience of caregiving differ by grandparents' gender? The majority of existing research examining the experiences of grandparents raising grandchildren has focused on grandmothers 
or included only a small minority of grandfathers, limiting our ability to apply findings to the experiences of grandfathers. A number of studies have sought to bridge this gap in knowledge and have examined the experiences of grandfathers and male kinship caregivers. Highlighted in the following list are the ways in which caregiving grandfathers' experiences may differ from grandmothers. Depression. Differences in depressive symptoms between the grandfathers and grandmothers were found to be statistically significant, suggesting the potential for differences in the impact of caregiving for grandmothers and grandfathers. While this information must be taken on board, attention should be paid to the fact that this study simply highlights the differences as a possibility, and it is not necessarily going to be the case for all grandmothers and grandfathers. Psychological Health Park found that among grandparents who assumed caregiving roles for grandchildren, grandfathers were less likely than grandmothers to report poor psychological health. Characteristics that are associated with grandfathers who report poor psychological health include living without a spouse, poor physical health, caring for very young grandchildren under the age of five, and grandchildren with severe behavioral problems. Low levels of stress and strain. Denby and colleagues noted high levels of capacity and ability among male caregivers and relatively low levels of stress and strain. Significant differences were not defined by gender, Rather, caregiver capacity, stress and strain, and perceptions of child well-being were distinguishable by socio-demographic characteristics such as marital status, number of children being cared for, educational attainment, ethnicity, and income. This study suggests that the conventional wisdom that female grandparents are best suited to care for their grandchildren should be challenged. However, the small size of the male caregiver sample is a limitation in generalizing these results to any larger population. These findings suggest high levels of capacity and readiness among male caregivers. However, we must consider the exploratory nature of this study, and as always, be sure to remember that new studies are continually being published. Return to the research to consider new findings in this area when making conclusive decisions regarding the needs of this population. Age. Small-scale studies have found that grandfathers are older, in poorer health, and experience feelings of powerlessness and greater emotional strain from caregiving than grandmothers. Further themes that were identified by grandfather caregivers in a small-scale qualitative study included missing freedom, experiencing child-rearing differently now than they had their own children, and fear related to what would happen to the children if their health should fail. Due to traditional values, men who assume the role of caregiver may be less inclined to ask for help. Lack of resources, feelings of powerlessness, religious beliefs, and spirituality can impact male caregivers' ability to continue providing care. This suggests that special attention should be paid to grandfathers who provide kinship care. While there is limited research on the experiences of grandfather caregivers, existing evidence presents a varied picture of these experiences and is based on a range of small-scale studies of different grandfather populations. These studies highlight potential issues to be aware of when supporting grandfather caregivers, while also bearing in mind the unique individual and family situation, your own practice wisdom, and the organizational and social context within which you are working. What do we know about children raised by grandparents? Safety and belonging. A number of small-scale studies have found that grandchildren who are being raised by their grandparents feel safe, cared for, and loved, 
with some noting that one of the benefits of living with their grandparents include continued contact with immediate and extended family. While these findings are certainly noteworthy, interviews with children in one study were conducted as family interviews and not individually with children, increasing the possibility of social desirability bias and not wanting to hurt their grandparents' feelings. In a broader study of children living in kinship care, most children felt they belonged in their kin families and that they would remain there as long as they wanted. Children were well attached to their kin carers, in spite of past adversities, including maltreatment and parental rejection. These encouraging findings should be interpreted with caution. They are not generalizable, kin caregivers in general were included in one study, and the samples used were non-Canadian. Health and Behaviour a large-scale study concluded that the health and the behavior of children raised by grandparents was similar to that of children living with both biological parents. A more recent study of smaller scale and without a comparison group found that one-third of children scored in the clinically elevated range for total behavior problems, with just one-fifth and one-third scoring the elevated range for internalizing and externalizing behaviors respectively. Increased psychological distress in grandmothers was the most predictive characteristic of child behavior problems. In a recent study, children in their grandparents' care displayed better behavioral and adaptive functioning than those living with non-relative foster carers. However, findings suggest that both groups of caregivers and their children would benefit from increased support from the treatment services, but service needs may differ, indicating a need for treatment services that are flexible and can be tailored to the needs of individual family, rather than a one-size-fits-all. Authors note that differences between the two groups of caregivers may be related to the circumstances leading to the children requiring out-of-home care. These studies suggest that children raised by grandparents may be similar in terms of health and behavior to children living with biological parents but also points to the higher levels of behavior difficulties that may be associated with grandmother's psychological distress. In a longitudinal study including grandmothers raising school-aged grandchildren, behavior problems of grandchildren reduced over time for grandchildren whose caregivers enjoyed better mental health early on in their caregiving. Moreover, improvements in the grandmother's mental health and the grandmother-grandchild relationship were related to the positive shifts in the grandchild's behavior. This study highlights the critical importance of grandmothers taking care of themselves in order to be optimal caregivers to their grandchildren. The findings from small-scale qualitative studies can only be said to represent the experiences of the participants in that study, but they do offer an avenue of exploration in your own support of grandparent caregivers. Grandparent versus Foster Caregiver Behaviors Findings from a nationally representative study in the U.S. indicated that child welfare involved grandmothers engage in significantly better parenting behaviors overall than foster caregivers, regardless of the child's age and the caregiver's race or ethnicity, education, and poverty level. Furthermore, grandmothers involved with child welfare were found to provide a home environment that is generally as positive as the environment foster caregivers could provide. Practitioners may consider these findings in the context of their own practice and use them to build a picture of possible experiences of these families. Conclusions This particle reviewed existing literature related to the experience of grandparents raising their grandchildren. Highlighting studies drew on a range of methods and sample sizes. While many of the study findings are not generalizable because of the specific methodology, 
They do raise a number of issues that grandparent caregivers and their grandchildren may have experienced and be experiencing. The role of a grandparent caregiver appears to be a unique one, often requiring flexible, unique support and intervention. While it is important to consider the limitations of research methods and to interrogate findings using critical thinking, we encourage you to think about how they may apply to your own practice in the children and families you work with. In doing this, while drawing on your own experiences, the client and family wishes, and the organizational or situational context in which you are working and seeking to monitor and evaluate your practice and decisions, you will be able to monitor client progress and improve interventions and services provided, ultimately moving towards more positive outcomes for all those involved. You have been listening to the Partcast, Episode 28, Grandparents as Caregivers. The Partcast is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels in the child welfare system. For more information about this episode's topic, the Partcast, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.partcanada.org. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PART EIP. That's P A R T E I P. Yeah.